What's up, everybody? We're back. Again. Hopefully for the last time. What? It's Wait, I don't back. think that's how that works. Hopefully oh. for the last time. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's a we're back, like, after an extended break for the last time. Okay. Hopefully this is just a recurring thing mm. f for the foreseeable future. Oh, yes. It's been a while, so let's re allow me to reintroduce myself. Uh, it's Chris... Joining me today, Ross and Nat. Hello. Say hello, Ross and Nat. I already beat you to it. It's true. Yeah. He did. He did. He did beat me to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so this is episode 26, I believe. 20-something. Yep. I'm 100... I'm, I'm gonna say I'm 100% sure it's 26. Oh. Okay, then. Because it is. Yeah, I did it. Good job. Somebody knows what the podcast is doing. We're all very proud of you. <laughs> Guys, what's been going on? Life has been, you know, what, how has life been getting in the way? Oh, <laughs> so much, so much life stuff. Uh, I, I have a job again. Um, nice. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I'm doing it's, a it's... golfer's clap right now. I oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it's it. Clap. It's good. It's, it's busy, but it's good. Um, and it's, Added an extra hour onto my commute every day, kind of, which kind of sucks. But you know, it's, like it needs it's, to be cool, or it could suck. Yeah, it's it's money, and I like the people, so that's good. Uh, in the middle of rescue, adopting a rescue dog, so that's yes. that's another thing. Uh, <laughs> what type of dog? If you don't well, mind me asking, we're looking at a few. The first one we looked at was like a beagle husky lab mix. Um, mm -hmm. but it turns out she's in the middle of another application. So unless that falls through, we're probably not going to get her. Um, we're also looking at a St. Bernard lab mix who we met and was super chill and I'm super chill. So mm -hmm. we get along. It's a match made in heaven. The, yeah. one, the one thing I would say is a lot of dogs like that or act differently in, you know, confinement because... They're, like they might be depressed from being in a situation like that, so I would just say don't expect all like the dog to be super chill because when you met him he was super chill. Yeah, well, it's a it's a Saint Bernard, and, and those dogs are generally very chill. And B, mm -hmm. he's two and a half, so he's not like a puppy or anything. Okay, so cool. hopefully, how, how long that that was going to be my follow up question? How yeah. long do they usually live, Saint Bernards? I feel like they can be pretty old dogs. Yeah, probably, probably. Probably 12 or 13. I have no idea. My Golden Retriever and my Black Lab both live to be 13. Um, there you go. So, I don't know. Uh, so, that's another thing that I'm looking forward to. Uh, and then I've just been kind of, I've just been kind of traveling. Um, nowhere exciting. Visiting parents, visiting in-laws. Yeah. Um, just a lot, of, a lot of stuff happening all at once. Um, and then haven't been playing much except one game because I think I'm actually clinically addicted to it. So, but we'll get to that. So now what's been up with you, buddy? How much? Oh, I was going to say also, we should yep. hope this podcast pops off. So you get sponsored by BarkBox or something. There we go. There you go. BarkBox. Or loot, or we could just get Loot Crate. Loot Crate has a pet box. Yeah. Something, something. So you can, so we can get the pets in on I don't it. think, I don't think they like me though. I I talked a lot of smack about Loot Crate when I opened them on those gaming nerds. Yeah, I had man. a lot of bad things to Yo, say. Oh man, this is a new side, a new Chris, a new everybody. <laughs> they don't have to know. No, 
It's not new. Yo, man, let's aim. I still think Luke Crate sucks. Let's aim for BarkBox. Damn. Nailed it. All right. Now to BarkBox. <laughs> this podcast. We love BarkBox. Oh, <laughs> uh, that. What's life been like for you lately? That's been cool. Um, the train today. I got off the train to go to White Castle, and it's normally like from that point where I got off the train to get White Castle is normally I want to say like. 30 to 40 minutes to get home it took me two hours so that huh. wasn't fun nice i seen i seen a blade runner over the weekend that was really great highly recommend it to anybody who wants to see it i heard that had a really disappointing opening day but it made it all up over the weekend that movie is great that movie does the, i've heard nothing but good that things. movie does the thing i like about movies where it doesn't tell you stuff eight times so you know what's happening Stuff just happens, and that's it. It doesn't spell it out for you. It just happens. And my hot take of the week, Batista's a better wrestler actor than The Rock. That's my hot take. Yo! Shots fired. I I like that. I like that. Mostly because I'm irritated at The Rock for trying to jack the Fast and Furious franchise from Vin Diesel. I like mean, messed up. Batista just picks better roles. He picks more interesting roles. Like, yes, he de- gets typecasted as the muscle guy no matter what he does because he's a muscle guy. But he, like, they're not, he, he's not, like, especially in this movie, he's not Batista in Blade Runner. He's just a character and he plays his role as a role. He's not The Rock as Hobbs or The Rock in Baywatch. He's not like, he's not like that. He's just an actor who plays his role really well. So highly recommend that. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it on the life side of things. Oh, my nice. company got bought by Nestle. That was, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Ah. That was that was big news, man. Yeah, for I reading that at work for seven hundred and seventy-seven million dollars. Oh, and they said How they're gonna give us bonus. They're gonna give me like a three thousand dollar bonus check at the beginning oh. of the year. So that's cool. That's actually really cool. But it's gonna be taxed oh. heavy because it's you know it's not actual Wait, income. At the beginning of the year, as in you still need to be employed at the beginning of the year? Winter yeah. layoffs, December? No. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, right, I think I still get my bonus check even if they lay me off. So that's... Yeah, no, that's good. It's good that you see some of that dirty Nestle money. Yo, man, I'll take it. I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I've just been grinding it out, you know? Been on them streams. Uh, I've been playing games. I just haven't been playing the right games i guess for the most part i like that shirt by the way oh thank you i got it at pax 2012 i'm assuming it's the one they showed uh uh, it was for max Payne. oh max Payne. okay i think you mean that that shirt is from barkbox our proud sponsors yes barkbox gave me this shirt from rockstar yeah, man. Because uh, Bark- there was a dog in Grand Theft Auto Five, and Barkbox is a rock star. You know, mm-hmm. they're just great. Yes, these are secretly uh, like mini hot dogs for dogs. There we go. <laughs> I'm all about hot dogs. Um, anyway, continue. Yeah. yeah, so I've been in the middle of like a bunch of games, and then like two of them have really kind of taken over my time. Um, so like for the most part. I've been playing Grim Dawn because an expansion just came out for that, and I don't know how to get to it yet. So I think I have to finish the game to get to it, and I start it over. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, great. And I, I still don't know how to get there, and I'm hoping beating the game will do it. Gotcha. Uh, that's pretty cool. 
I like I'm liking the Necromancer more and more because I have an army of skeletons, mm-hmm. and they just pretty much do everything for me. So I kind of run around and they kill things. I mean, you love the Necromancer in Diablo too, right? Diablo also, correct? Yeah, well, in, in Diablo too. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. Like this is more like the Diablo three Necromancer. Still really good though. Um. They're both good. Uh. Yeah, I've been playing that, and I'm trying to stay true to Danganronpa. I, I was really not feeling that game at first, and I really still don't like most of the characters in that game. Mm-hmm. But man, I thought that game was out of goddamn surprises, and you know what? It fucked my mind. It was just like, hold my beer, I'm going in. And Danganronpa is Danganronpa again. Nice. That's good to hear. I, As someone that first game... Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. I was just going to say, as someone who really enjoyed the first game and just never got around to the second game, but hearing you talk about the second game saying, it's fine. Dude, the first game is like legendary in my book because I never even thought I would like it. I only played it because it was a review code at those gaming nerds. Mark was like, do you want to play this? I said, I guess, you know, and my first surprise was, oh, it's in English. And my second surprise was, oh my God, this game is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It was really like, good. I, I played. I beat that whole game in like four days, like thirty something hours. Um, and the second game just didn't quite have it. It just it didn't it didn't have that hook. Other yeah. than it's the sequel to the first game, mm-hmm. and this third game just kind of digs its claws in. And it's like, yeah, you think we don't got it, but we've got it. Right. I want to uh, before I get the third one. I want to finish the second one. But my problem is skip, my Vita broke. Skip it. No, I Listen. bought. I have the second one. I'm gonna play it eventually. It's. Dude, but I have a Vita like, TV, and I'm going to play the Vita. I'm going to play it on listen, my Vita TV. Listen, man. Just play the third one first, because it's better. I can already tell you it's better. And then play the second one last. I mean, I played the first one. I beat the first one. Then you'll play them. I, I, I'm talking about the third one. Mm-hmm. One, three, two. Mm-hmm. That's probably... That's my assumed order of quality. Unless three just completely blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the mini games seem to be better. Um... Dude, like every man just i still like i'm stuck on like that like what happened in that first trial man <laughs> it, it's it, so um on, on that note uh just while i'm on the note of danganronpa uh i, I have another game we're going to talk about in just a second but i'm actually going to be doing a chapter by chapter spoiler cast nat was kind enough to already make me images for each of them hey. so every chapter that i finish i am going to spoiler cast it uh expect those maybe on fridays yeah uh, and i'm basically just gonna spoil the whole game so if you have no interest in you know the conversational part because it's a visual novel that has like a lot of really good uh like uh, uh, detective and trial mechanics if you just don't care about the visual novel portion, just listen to my spoiler cast and I will tell you all the cool shit that happens in that game because you're not missing the cool stuff by missing out on the visual novel portion. You know why Nat was able mm-hmm. to make you those images? Why? Dead Nestle money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. So I that's see that Nestle money yet, man. <laughs> Man, the other game I'm sitting there trying to play, though, um, I still got to play my Switch again. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> man, I really, I really, really, really want to like Samus Returns. I've been trying so hard to, like, you know, be like, yes, this is the Metroid game I've been waiting for. 
it's so totally not. Damn. It is, it is just like, hey, we made this game. It's Metroid. Shut up about it for a while. And I bought it. And I was like, yes. I got like some keychain with it. I got the d- deluxe edition that came with like the sound sample tracks. And like, I'm playing that game, man. And like for every minute where it's like, yeah, you know what? This is fun. This is really good. Uh, there's so much of it that's just like, I'm kind of bored and I want to play something else. Mm-hmm. All of the bosses feel the same. They're just the same recycled kind of bosses. And they all follow the same patterns. Like, if you fight a boss of a certain size and caliber, it's the same in every single fight. They always move the same way. Some of times they'll have lightning. Sometimes they'll have fire. But they're all the same. And you wait for them to flash so you can melee counter and pump them full of missiles. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot of fun. And it's uh, I fought one, like, unique boss who gave me, like, the morph ball jump, mm-hmm. and he was okay. And he was, like, in the echelon of, like, Metroid bosses, he would still be, like, a low-level boss in a better Metroid game. But he is, like, a premier boss in a game of bad bosses. Wasn't that a movie? And I just have no desire to go back to it. That's the hard part. It's just there's better there's better games to be played. The system is in all. 3DS, which mm. is the other problem... <laughs> Well, I want to die. I have die. no time. I have no time for my 3DS. Like, I bring it with me to work and stuff. I just, I, why? I like. I would rather watch a YouTube video than play my 3DS. Nope. I'm just so over it. No one wants to play the 3DS, the 3DS anymore. No one. I've, I've, I've played my 3DS more in the last two years than I have my Vita. And I like the Vita better than the 3DS. I like my 3DS. Yeah. I just, I'm just infatuated with my Switch right now. Yeah, it should if it... it it, if it had come out on Switch, it still would have been a, a like a, a a good not great game, but it would I still think it would have been better because then it could have been like hey you know it's got a little more visual flair and stuff like that. Maybe they could have done a little more with it. Maybe they could have spiced up the bosses. I don't know. I think more I people like would have bought it. I hope they put a like lot of the games from what you call it. I don't see why not on just Switch, but man, I, I just feel like they would have put more effort into it as a Switch game. Mm-hmm. than they did as a 3DS game, which is a very... It is a very end-of-life-feeling game. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like like a God of War Ascension-type game. You know how that game was like, yeah, this is you know another good God of War game, but it's nobody talked about it, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what this is. And Metroid deserves a little better than this. Part of it could just be that 2 wasn't a very good game to begin with. You know, the base material, but man, like... I really wish Samus Returns was better. And I see all these glowing reviews and stuff, and I'm just like, I don't <coughs> get it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But I still play Metroid Fusion, and I still love that game. You know? So I, it's not like I'm burned out on Metroid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just really hope Nintendo is, is like really understands what's at stake here. <laughs> Man. Oh, and as Plumley just pointed out in the chat, I still play Overwatch. Oh, we played a little uh, PUBG the other night. Yeah, we did. That was fun. Those were some good games, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, liking I'm so it more. I'm so glad you like that game. Yeah. It's... Oh, man, we should play that after this. <laughs> I do enjoy me some Overwatch. I know. 
And oh man, dude, like that's good though. We have like two really good rotational games. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, let's play Overwatch or PUBG, and if we get bored with one, we play the other. And then, uh, you know, hopefully soon we'll be adding some Star Wars Battlefront two to that. Oh, sh- when does that come out again? November seventeenth. Okay, good. I have a little bit of time to get you some have money. Time, don't worry. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, can I tell you real quick? Tell me what. The hype. I have for Wolfenstein 2 has built to astronomical <laughs> level. Like I am eating this shit up ever since like that marketing campaign came out and everybody was like, Hey, you know what? Stop picking on Nazis. And I was like, are you fucking for real? I've been eating this shit up. I watch all the videos. My favorite game show now is German or else. Um, God, I, I've just been like eating up this marketing because it's just so like Nazis are bad. You should think they're bad. What's wrong with you people? And I'm like, yes, I get it. <laughs> I'm like, this speaks to me because it's I understand that Nazis are bad. It's yeah, very it's timely right. at that, too. Unfortunately, I know. Unfortunately, the fact that we're saying Nazis are very timely in 2017 is a real bummer. But that's yeah. what they're saying. And, 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 and Bethesda's just like, guys, Nazis are actually bad people. <laughs> like, they were like, we didn't try and make a game on social commentary. It just happened that Nazis came back. We're here to remind you that they're bad. <laughs> Suddenly, B.J. Blazkowicz is a true American hero. It's true. <laughs> Damn. Oh, God. I, man, I can't wait for that game. It's just like, the more I'm waiting, it's just getting so much better. Mm-hmm. With how, like, stupid the world is right now. It's just get that game is getting so much better, and I haven't even played it yet. <laughs> Uber chimed in and said that one time you played Guild Wars 2. We already talked enough about Ross disappointing people. If anything about <laughs> MMOs and ARPGs with mouse and keyboard, they make me fall asleep. Yo, <laughs> I only... couldn't agree with you more. Oh, it's the only oh, the man. only thing FPSs. Um, I don't actually wait. Is is what you call it? Is what? Divinity technically an ARPG? No. No, okay, okay. That's like more. It's more of like a turn-based strategy RPG. I really like Divinity too. That game is awesome. But continue what you were saying. The Divinity games are really good. Um, all right, so everybody caught up on what we're playing, right? Uh, I don't uh, think I've said what I've been I, playing. I haven't said what I was been right. playing. I thought you did. No. Because your boy Nat has been playing Stardew Valley for the Switch, boys. Oh man, I, I've wanted to get that for a while, but it's I, review. It is review the incoming. Place to play it. Seems like it. It's the he didn't say play. no. <laughs> Confirm just Nat's because, like, especially no. when you're like me, Nat's reviewing it. and you have long commutes, I could just zone out on all the bullshit happening on the MTA and fucking grow some blueberries. Dude, Dude sometimes I wish I talk had dirty a to me, like Nat. Keep so talking. I could play more games. That's why earlier when you said you had a new job, I said that could be either be good or bad because if you have a Switch and Stardew Valley, it's a true. long commute is like perfect. I ended up just an starting, excuse to play Stardew Valley. I ended up starting to read books. So I want <laughs> I want to buy that game so bad. It's worth it. I, I think it's like fifteen dollars on Switch too. It's a steal. Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, I, I want to play it. Because I was afraid it was gonna come out and be like Binding of Isaac and be like fucking thirty dollars or some shit. Mm-hmm. And then I wouldn't have bought it. But yeah, that game is a steal. I'm playing that. I'm playing some Cuphead. That game oh, is nice. fun. Not as okay. hard as people make it to seem, but it is infuriating when you're like a perfectionist like me. I want to be all the levels with like no lives lost and all the parries and all the coins and shit. And that game likes to make that shit hard. Versions? 
I, I haven't beat the game yet, so I haven't unlocked Expert oh, okay. yet. But I've been I've, doing I've, the like harder yeah. one, not the simple versions of shit. Yeah, yeah, nice. I'm currently nice. stuck on the roller coaster clown dude because he's a bitch. <laughs> and you can catch these hands in real life. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that I've been playing uh, Divinity 2 Original Sin that game is amazing and as of right now that game might be my game of the year hey I've, it's didn't it get like 10s and- that game is amazing like you just do what you want when you want it's never anything and the problem is is when I play it I know I'm not gonna stop playing it so I can't play unless I have a like a block of time to just mm-hmm. play because I just get sucked into that game so fucking hard. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, we, we were playing Civ the other night, and that was like, I'm going to play Stardew Valley while I play Civ. <laughs> I mean, that's great, because there's a lot of downtime in Civ. I ended up... Yeah, it's not that bad. Uh, I ended up playing... I spent, also spent a lot of time telling people to catch these hands. Yeah, well, well I, I don't blame them. <laughs> I do that in real life. Yo, man, how did we start a game of Civ and... People declared war on Uber in like the first fucking five oh turns. <laughs> Dude, it was like less. It was like twenty turns in, and like we were at war with one of the teams. It was because they found Uber and they thought he was vulnerable. So <laughs> France declares war on him, and Uber's like, "Well, my next city's gonna be Paris." And by God, <laughs> like forty turns later, Paris was his second city. Mm-hmm. He burned Paris to the ground. Oh man. No, he took Paris. I mean, like, he burned it and then took it. Because <laughs> I just scrolled <laughs> over and I just seen, like, farms burning and shit. And Uber's yeah, troops France are all on it. And they're like, damn. France doesn't it's, it's, anymore, they, heard about, but, um, they heard about Uber's closet. And that's basically the equivalent of nuclear warfare in Civ. Oh, my God. So, Uber, you should change the name to the closet. Yeah. Paris will be the closet. Oh, probably, my God. Damn. Probably should. Seems like. And then Gem had, Gem's, Gem's uh, territory had a fidget spinner in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely did. Also, yeah, me and Jem were Nat like has... on the other side of the fucking world with nobody else around us. <laughs> and Nat, Nat had this boat that went around the whole world, and we made a store like a backstory. <laughs> it was an like, uphill. It was like five <laughs> boats, and I just <laughs> set them on auto. It. it was like it was like three like small boats, one bigger boat, and then like a, a scout, and they just went out. I put them on auto, and they just went out and explored the whole fucking world. The whole map was unlocked because of these fucking dudes just exploring and the like, whole world. This is like thousands of years later <laughs> in the game, so we just made a story. Like, yeah, they don't even know where they came from. Everything came from the boat. The boat is their god. They don't know who Nat is. Like, they don't care. Everything, That's what like, I was saying, because on- Chris was like, get your people away from my thing. I'm like, yo, I haven't seen those dudes in like a hundred turns. I don't know where they are. Oh, he is Uber. And I was like, and like, yeah. So he has a whole like civilization building on a boat. It's man, Civ Six is weird. <laughs> Civ Six is, a, is secretly a really good game. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, that yeah, was that's a, pretty much all I've been playing. That wasn't. Yeah. All right. I think yeah, I think oh. that's it. That's all I've been playing really. Welcome to the Tangent Podcast, where we go as off-topic as possible, as often as I mean, possible. I think that was on topic. It was just a shoot <laughs> off of a topic for yeah. probably longer. Yeah, man. Just nobody knows who Uber and Gem are. <laughs> Chat does. You can catch this stream on Twitch. That's okay. Uber has... All you need to know is Uber has a closet and Gem has anime. That's all, no, all you need to know is Uber's a cop. Yes. But Uber he's not allowed to tell you he's a cop. We're making this inside joke always worse. always a cop. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, 
guys, let's talk about some news, Okay, you know, okay? screw me, I guess. I don't get to talk about you. I thought you already talked about what games you were playing. You Dude. talked about Destiny. When? I'm... Russ, tell us about Destiny. Tell oh. us more about Destiny. Oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate I appreciate your genuine interest. Everybody's going to go twice, I guess. <laughs> Whoa. I don't remember Russ talking about his game. Thank you. Thank you. You, th- you both went before me. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't talk about my games. No. I swear to God, everybody talked about their games before me. Okay, well, we'll listen to the tape after this, and yeah, I will. Chat confirm. Yeah, chat confirm. Did I say Destiny Two before? Because I'm Uber. Fact check. Fact check. Anyway, I've been playing Destiny Two, and I love it, and I hate it because I can't stop. Um, so the day before Destiny Two came out, I started Horizon. I played like four hours of Horizon. I'm like, this is yes. awesome. This is super fun. Horizon is Destiny, great. And then Destiny 2 came out, and I literally haven't played any other games, and I've put almost just probably close to 90 hours into it, and I'm going to get it on PC next week. And, and I'm playing it right now. Yeah. Like, literally, as, oh, as we're uh, podcasting. I wish I wish I had the same feelings about Destiny. Talk. No, Plumley said we both talk, and Plumley is kind of kind of screwy. So. Ooh. Um, but, yeah... Destiny 2, like, the more I play it, it's a really weird kind of dichotomy because the act of playing it, it's like the first game where it plays really, really well. But, the and I think, obviously, the rest of the game surrounding it is also much better than Destiny 1 was at launch. But, like, as I'm reading, like, comments and stuff and kind of uh, people who were hardcore into Destiny 1 coming to it and having a lot of complaints, I actually went back and played Destiny 1. Um, and oh god, dude. To be honest, we should go back and play Destiny One because it's really good. There's a lot of stuff in it. I'm not. I'm not. Fine. I wish I wish I shared the same feeling as you about Destiny. I want to like that too, game man. so bad. I wish you did too, because, uh, yeah, it's like I like Destiny Two a whole lot. I will never go back to Destiny One. It, I tried a lot more than you did, Ross. <laughs> I really tried. To I like tried for a long much. time to like Destiny One. Oh, I did too. I did. But... I did all the like first set of like. I did all the season pass content. Like, I did all that stuff, and it wasn't worth it. Yeah, it just, it just wasn't worth it. Um, but like, it's it's interesting how I'm like a mission away from beating Destiny Two, and it's yeah, yeah. It's interesting how in Destiny Two, <laughs> so much has been scaled back. Like, so many features weren't just like carried over. Like Crucible, no private matches. You don't. There's no playlist um, by like game mode. Um, just a lot of stuff has been streamlined to make it more like casual friendly. I think, and I, I don't think there's an inherent problem in that. Uh, but I think that there are some problems with it. But there was an interview with Luke Smith today about um, from Bungie about what what's what's coming down the pipeline and they like they in the past like week or so they've specifically mentioned the like biggest community community complaints by name they're like yes we're looking at the end game yes we're looking at um like loot drops yes we're looking at um a bunch of stuff that people are complaining about so it's nice to hear that they're they at least acknowledged it we'll see what they do wait the, what about loot drops um the, uh, it was mostly like people complaining about like the token system and stuff, um, um, how everything's kind of the same. 
Um, but like first DLC pack is coming out in December, which I'm super psyched about. It has one of my favorite characters from the lore as the main focus. Um, so yeah, psyched about that. Um, I, if you've been around for a while, you know how I feel about destiny one. And I think destiny one, as it is right now is probably might overall be a better game than vanilla destiny two at this point. Um, but like, I'm going to keep playing destiny two. I don't know. There's something about it. It has that like it factor to where I, I literally can't stop playing it. Um, it's it's kind of like how Overwatch was when it first came out. Like I couldn't stop playing Overwatch when it first came out. I don't know what you're out. talking about, man. I still can't stop playing Overwatch. <laughs> I try to stop playing Overwatch and I can't. <laughs> I just don't have nobody to play Overwatch with. Man, yeah. I'm on that. Yo, I'd be trying to hop on when you playing, man. But yeah, that's Destiny but, 2. Yeah, I wish I wish Destiny 2 was So 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 what don't like, you like about it? Like was for me, I don't know. What don't you like about Destiny 2? Like I'm just very uninterested in everything that's happening. I don't feel like I'm doing anything for any specific reason like like the story right now like I'm I want to get just through the story so I can start doing like after story content cuz I like the raid and stuff is the most appealing stuff for me, but I just mm. can't get through the story like it's it's just, it's just boring. Yeah, I mean, well... Like, yeah, my problem mainly is also that, like, when I'm playing Destiny, I'm like, I could be playing PUBG. Or when I'm playing Destiny, I could be playing Divinity. I could be playing Stardew Valley. Like, there's so many other games in front of the pecking order for Destiny. Mm-hmm. And I think Destiny plays really well. It's just very uninteresting to me. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a loot-based game. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people play, really like Diablo Story... I couldn't give two shits about Diablo's story. I'm just playing it for that next loot drop. And that's how I treat Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like that time he thought he was getting all uniques or man, legendaries. Man, that was a that great was day. That was a great day. I got s- thought every rare drop was a legendary. Dude, yeah. I got so many legendaries I that ever, day. I regret <coughs> ever saying anything to him. I should have just let him keep thinking those were legendaries. Dude, I don't know. What oh talk- my god. They were. Every, they were legendary. Every two seconds, just oh another legendary. Oh, I just got two more. Was, oh another legendary. It was such a great day. It was, just, it was I was so mad <laughs> until I figured out what was happening. Part of me wishes I was doing that on purpose just to make Chris mad on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like a pretty big part of me wishes that, but unfortunately yeah. it is what uh, it is. I don't know. Like I don't know. I'm like I'm playing it for the loot too, but I'm not particularly getting any loot that I like. I'm not like I in Destiny One I got attached to weapons in this game. Not really attached to anything. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I definitely um, feel like itchy. in Destiny Two I definitely feel like in Destiny Two everybody has the exact same guns. Mm-hmm. Like in the crucible in the crucible, everybody has like one of three guns. I want to well, yeah, get that, that uh, tractor, that tractor beam thingy, whatever it is. Oh, the the, the, the tractor cannon. Cool. Yeah, the tractor cannon. The tractor cannon. That's like a joke weapon, but mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's a meta for the multi, the competitive multiplayer. Like, there's, a, I feel like there's a meta for a lot of multiplayer games. Unfortunately, this one has just been pretty, pretty, pretty stable <laughs> since the launch. Uh, See, and generally, I like that better, but like. I just can't get through the story at all. Mm-hmm. And like I wish I could just start playing multiplayer and never have to touch the story, but then I wouldn't be able to do raids. Once you get to a certain point in the story, 
you unlock like uh, strikes and everything. I unlock strikes and everything already. I think I'm like yeah, one or two missions can, away. I'm pretty sure you can do the raid. Mm. Yeah. As long as you have strikes, you can do the raid. Yeah, like it. And it's just it, finishing the game unlocks <coughs> the the new social zone. Yeah, like playing through the story by yourself is not fun. Like that's why I haven't finished it on my second or third characters. Um, so like if you're cl if you're close to the end, I'd be like, let me know when you're on, and I'd be happy to power you through so you can get to the good stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, it's it's really. Yeah, it's not for everyone. Like, no game is for everyone. Um, but I think if you're if you're discounting the game before you really delve into the multiplayer, I think you're not getting the game. What mm -hmm. the game is really. Um, I, I say I want to get into multiplayer. I just haven't yeah. gotten the chance to. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. It, <coughs> hit me up when you do that. Want to do that story mission? All right. Cool. Alright, so this has been the Destiny 2 hour. <laughs> uh, God, we could just have a podcast for Destiny 2. Oh, I swear. I'm down. Um, that's on Ross, though. He can edit that one. <laughs> so, uh, in other news, uh, IGN. I remember, I feel like a couple years ago, people were talking that IGN, like, back when IGN was getting into, like, esports, like, they sold off their esports arm to Blizzard, and I heard that they weren't, like, in the best financial situation. Apparently they are again, because they just bought Humble Bundle. For how much money? Am I am I crazy, or does somebody else remember IGN not being in a great financial situation? I never think uh, IGN is in a great situation, because they have to give every game a seven or better so fucking companies could advertise on their sites. Alright, we're, uh, we're not getting into that. Fuck IGN! <laughs> Imagine I'll just start okay. going on a rant. <laughs> nah, yeah, I actually um, don't dislike IGN, but yeah, honestly, I don't remember. I don't remember them struggling that much. Um, maybe I just wasn't paying attention. They always just seem to be like one of the two monolithic game journalism websites that mm -hmm. is just always there. That's just me, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just remember. Yeah, because they were acquired by somebody in like 2013. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe, but I mean, if even if you're acquired someone by someone, doesn't mean like no, they're doing but I poorly. Think, I I think it was related to that because I think at one time they were owned by like Fox Media or something, mm -hmm. and I don't remember. Don't quote me on this. I could be horribly <laughs> wrong, but I, re I I distinctly remember something about them being in like not the best financial situation, and then they got bought. I guess they're fine. Um, but yeah, so they bought How Humble, much Bundle, did they buy Humble which, Bundle, which. Uh, I don't think the terms of the sale were disclosed, mm. but um, I, I have an article up here from Polygon. Um, so Humble Bundle, for anybody who doesn't know, they sell bundles of games at a kind of name-your-own-price format. So, like, you can get, like, six games for a dollar. And just as an example, right now they have a bundle going with, like, Borderlands, Borderlands 2, Borderlands the pre-sequel um, for, like, a dollar. I might you have know? to buy that. I love um, Borderlands. Oh, I can't yeah, wait for it's, three. It's, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Does um, anything about three come out yet? They, no, they have their own much. storefront. Um, I actually bought into Humble Monthly, which you guys should really check out. Um, I just got Rise of the Tomb Raider for $12. And I, that's before I got any other games with it. Um, but yeah, right now, the current bundle is the original Borderlands Game of the Year edition. 
um, Van Helsing and Worm Unlimited for a dollar. Pay five forty or more, and you add Endless Legend, Borderlands Two, and something of Dungeoneering. And then if you pay ten dollars or more, they throw in the pre sequel. That's cool. Plus, if you pay a dollar or more, you get two soundtracks. <clears throat> and you're and you're supporting the National Video Game Museum as the charity for this one. Oh, nice. Um, some people donate a bunch more. I think the top contributor right now is $60.03, but they've raised $1.2 million on this bundle. Nice. So, I mean, that's that just goes to show you it's working, you know? And yeah. most of that money goes to charity. So here's what Humble said. Um, we chose IGN because they really understand our vision, share our passion for games, and believe in our mission to promote awesome digital content while helping charity. Uh, that was Jeffrey Rosen, CEO and co-founder of Humble Bundle. Uh, I can't think of a better partner than IGN to help bundle or help hum Humble Bundle continue our quest. Uh, so the idea behind the purchase, as many people believe, uh, is that it will allow Humble to give more money. Now that they have a big financial backer mm -hmm. in IGN, I guess, they will be able to give more of that money to charities. So mm -hmm. they won't have to manage as much on their own because yeah. they'll have somebody who will manage like payroll and stuff like that for them. Mm -hmm. um, That's cool. Humble Bundle will continue to operate independently in the wake of the acquisition. Uh, some degree of support from IGN in terms of accelerating growth and raising money for charity. Sounds all um, too familiar. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh, and Humble Bundle or no IGN had another statement um, in regards to how IGN is going to treat games from Humble Bundle. Uh, editorial integrity is something we take very seriously at IGN. Nat, shut up. Uh, and I'm confident <laughs> that we will strike the right balance when I it comes to our coverage what? of Humble Bundle. I knew the moment I said I know the moment I said editorial integrity in IGN. I know you were cooking something up. I wasn't cooking anything uh, up. I just realized <laughs> uh, Fire Emblem for Switch is coming out in like a couple yeah. of days. Fire Emblem Heroes, yeah. Mm, I might have to purchase that. Uh, I'm confident that we will strike the right balance when it comes to our coverage of Humble Bundle and the games they sell. Our readers and customers have always come first, and that won't change. So, you know what? Humble Bundle is now a part of IGN. Yeah. Uh, good for Humble Bundle. More money. They they raise a lot of money for charities. Uh, uh, hold on. At, since 2010, I believe. Hold on. I just had a number. Uh, it has raised over $106 million for charity from over 10 million customers. See? See, that's great. And if IGN can help them do even more, like, go them. Like, mm -hmm. I'm psyched about it. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's better for Humble Bundle than it is for IGN. Oh, yeah. Just because, sure. like, IGN has a lot more to prove as, like, hey, mm -hmm. we're not playing favorites. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a yeah, great... It's, it's a good... It, Thing for humble it's a great pr move by them and it's a great financial move for humble so i think it's a win-win really um yeah. yeah i don't go to ign for reviews i go there for like specific features and stuff like i listen to their weekly like destiny podcast and stuff um honestly yeah i don't, I don't know where i look for reviews anymore <laughs> Dude, I, I, uh... I i don't really look for reviews anymore just because i try and write them as mm. best i can um nowadays like i really just go to kotaku for almost anything yeah because they don't do scores or anything there i will I'll, I'll go out in front and say it they were a big inspiration for some of what we do at half gen mm -hmm. um because i like a lot of what kotaku does and mm -hmm. so i was like i told ross when we were planning this i said i want to be a lot i want to be more like kotaku and he said that's okay 
Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I want to know the reviews. I feel like most people nowadays don't even go to review sites. They go to review sites for news. Or, like, if they're looking for reviews, I feel like most people either go Metacritic or they look at, like, their favorite YouTuber. Like, somebody with a voice why, they can understand. And because they're all going there for news, that's why we don't do news. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Editorials um, are the way to go. Like, op, yeah. like, op, like opinionated pieces. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got to get, we got to get better about that, Ross. About editorials? <laughs> um, <clears throat> on the topic of, uh, of better news, um... This is kind of actually like maybe a bittersweet thing, but I think it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. uh, there, an artist from Creative Assembly showed off a canceled pitch for Halo Wars Three. Oh, I heard about you that. Might be wondering why I think that's good news, uh, because Halo Wars Two was uh, a minor disaster, as in it was an okay mm -hmm. story that was never finished and didn't play well. <laughs> there, dude, there's story. There, there's DLC out. It finishes the story. I don't think it's out yet. It's like I just read something that, like, apparently they launched $20 worth of DLC, but haven't launched any season pass content. Huh. I was going to say, it's like... <laughs> like maybe, like, a little bit, but, like, no none of the actual, like, hey, we're going to finish the story content. It's like Prince That's of not out yet. It's like Prince of Persia 08, where they sold the ending. Man, I was bummed out because I liked that game a lot. And then I, I bought the epilogue and I never played it. <laughs> yeah. Halo Wars uh... 2 legitimately sells the ending. Like, it literally, there's an ending cutscene where they're like, we have more work to do. And then the game ends. Damn. And as someone who adored the original Halo Wars and really liked some of the world building they were doing in Halo Wars 2, the gameplay sucked, the mission structure sucked, and the unfinished game sucked. So Damn, that sucks. The fact that Halo Wars 3 was canceled, I will shed no tears for mm. Halo Wars. Dude. However... <sighs> Some of this stuff sounded cool, all right? So apparently, the Halo Wars 3 pitch that was canceled... Now, this doesn't mean Halo Wars 3 is canceled. This pitch didn't go. And surprisingly, Microsoft gave the all-clear for this guy to post this. Um, it was Which going seems to crazy. XCOM-esque base management. Hey. So you were going to have your big ship, and there were sections in this ship where you could, like, enhance your military and prepare your ship, and, like, you could upgrade your ship for space battles, and a lot of this stuff sounds really cool. It's wild. Everybody, so, I like, feel like the podcast knows I love me some XCOM, but I don't yeah, know how I feel so about Halo XCOM. Yeah, there were rooms with bonuses, and they could affect the performance of your troops, affect the performance of your ship. Um, yeah, so, like, that sounds really cool. It does. And I feel like that's something that would have worked really well for the structure of Halo Wars 2 where everything seemed to revolve around the ship and half of the game is like the ship fighting in a cutscene. Mm -hmm. um, so like that could have been cool in Halo Wars 2. But uh, yeah, Halo Wars 2 instead was very bad and Halo Wars 3 probably will never see the light of day. Once again, it's Microsoft's fault. Microsoft is ruining Halo. Oh. What happens when Microsoft ruins Halo all the way, Ross? <laughs> oh, it... It's they've almost done it already, man. Oh, like I, I, I'm so bummed out. Halo like, used to mean something. Like Halo Six, like is that supposed to come out probably like next year? I'm still convinced they're going to do a spinoff game before they do anything else with the Master Chief. Yeah. The next game will not be Halo Six. It's just like three four three four three has been like a big bummer. I feel like they were promised. I I feel like they had a promising direction at yeah. the by by the end of Halo Four. I feel like they were kind of taking things in an interesting direction. 
I definitely agree with some of the criticisms of that game. Mm-hmm. But, like, I liked that they were bringing in some of the fiction, you know, from the books and stuff like that. I feel like Halo 4 was a very good way of handling that, where they were like, hey, we took some of this fiction and we brought it in in a really kind of exciting way. We explained it. And then there's Halo 5, where it's like, here's this team. They're Plue team. Don't worry about it. They're important, though. You should know who they are. But if you don't, that's okay. Yeah, and they had those... Um, oh, yeah, man. It's... Except it wasn't okay. Yeah, because they spent no time okay. developing any of the characters. Because they were only in the game for three fucking missions. And and the whole Locke story, Locke came off as interesting as... Uh, Halo 5 as, is a story oh, God. of a marketing campaign that was better than the game. Yep. Halo 5's marketing was superb. Oh my God. Like all that stuff with like the Master Chief and you got to hunt him and like all the crazy scenes and stuff. Man, that marketing campaign, Hunt the Truth, was the coolest thing. Like okay. that was the coolest. Also, let me let me nerd up for a brief second. I'm pushing up my glasses. Um, okay. The, the Lock Chief fight in Halo 5 sucked. It not only did it suck, huge continuity I'm sorry, problems. Was that not what you were going to say? Huge continuity oh. problems. A, Master Chief was like biologically like cybernetically enhanced a he should be about a foot taller b Locke is just a dude in a suit chief has mm-hmm. is like has cybernetics you should have kicked his butt like sure he's like 55 and Locke's like 30 whatever but oh, ah, i agree ah. he should have won he should that fight should have been no contest oh god like the second half of the fight was more of what the whole fight should have been mm-hmm. because the second half was when after you like cracked the helmet and chief got serious and like that was what the whole fight should have been. Should have been no contest. Chief's like, Chief could have taken all four of them. Chief's no like problem. seven six, but in the game he's like as tall as Locke, and he's getting punched. Yeah, oh, I don't... Ah, makes yeah. me like you think Destiny One makes me mad. Halo Five makes me mad because my heart broke playing that game. Oh my god, I was, I was there. I know. I was there, dude. I, was, I remember. Oh. I was there for both of them, and the difference was we both suffered heartbreak at the same time in Halo Five. Yeah. Because, oh. like, I feel like I gave up on Destiny 1 sooner than you did. Yeah. Because you clung to, like, the idea that maybe it'll get there, and it never did. Yeah. But, man, Halo 5, like, from the start, we were both, like, trying to convince ourselves, hey, yeah. this stuff's cool, I and, mean, you know, whatever, and just, no. Dude, we love that universe. Like, we love that universe, man. And they just took a steaming dump on it. I have like, a Halo book in my bag that I bring to work. Like, it, it it's like... Halo 4, yes. They incorporate more lore, which was awesome. It wasn't presented... I, it, it wasn't executed particularly well, but it was there. But I there. think it was it was definitely better than Halo 5, and I think it could have been presented a lot worse, as we know. So yeah. I think it was okay. Yeah. I think that was the furthest you could stretch it without really pissing people off, which is exactly yeah. what they did in and, 5. And I never, I never want people to lose their jobs. But the fact that I think the lead writers at Bungie, or at 343, excuse me, are still there is 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 horrible like yeah they butchered that story and man you know what like i had i i definitely like around like the fall of reach i definitely thought i kind of had it with bungie and like i felt kind of vindicated when vind- yeah. vindicated yep i didn't say that incorrectly i just pronounced it very poorly um I felt kind of vindicated when Destiny 1 came out. And I was like, ha, there's no story in this game. I knew it. Bungie's bad at stories. This was also around a time when Halo 4 was, like, really good, I thought. And I was like, see, 
I was like, 343's got this. Halo's in good hands. Bungie can't write a story to save their life, you know? And then Halo 5's a complete disaster. Come, Bun you know, Destiny 2, and Bungie's like, hey, remember that time you thought we didn't have writers? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they found the writers. <laughs> and Destiny 2 is really good. It has an ex I think an excellent story. Like it's not the most original, but it's like it it's exciting in the right ways for me. Mm -hmm. Um I know Nat doesn't particularly care for it, but I I thoroughly enjoyed my time playing Destiny 2. Yeah, and uh, and pretty I much can't... from beginning to end. Yeah, and I I honestly cannot wait for the expansion because it's set to like expand the lore and like advance the story from the game. Like Os Man. Osiris is such a major character from the lore along with probably we're going to get Saint 14 who is one of the most legendary titans in the lore. It probably fighting to be <coughs> the new speaker. So And listen like, man, like yeah. Halo 3 had a really good legendary ending after the credits mm -hmm. to set up Halo 4. Yeah. Destiny 2's is better. Destiny uh... 2's after credit scene it's so good. It's 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 good. It is good. Um, I really liked it. it. It's super weird uh, comparing those because on one hand, with Halo, like Halo Three was supposed to be it. Like it, that's just like this nebulous thing that'll never get answered. Where in Destiny Two, we know it'll get answered eventually. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying in the sense of like Halo Three ended and was like, hey, there's probably going to be more Halo, and I was cool with that. Mm. But Destiny Two took destiny 2 and was like hey you thought it was over and you knew there's going to be more destiny but mm -hmm. did you know it was going to be this and then when it does what it does and i was just like to me that was just like holy shit like this game is so much bigger than i thought it was mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's yeah. that's kind of what got me where i was like <coughs> this game like i feel like they are building a game that really just freaking Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like what I said in my final say, where I don't remember where I heard it, but I thought it was really brilliant. Where someone described Destiny 1 as an introduction and Destiny 2 as chapter 1 of the story. Um, where yeah. Destiny 1 set up like a lot of the background lore and a lot of the concepts and species and all that stuff. And Destiny 2 kind of like took a pretty cohesive story with a direction and kind of jumped on it. I think that was a really good way of putting it that I agree with. Man. Yeah. We just went full on I like <laughs> Halo I, Destiny Bungie talk. I like how we got back to Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're professionals. But, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. It's like Halo was good. Destiny wasn't. And the better Destiny gets, the worse Halo gets. Yeah, and I'm a little torn because Destiny's uh, really fun, but man, Halo holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. And Halo 5 took a big chunk of that place and just ripped it out. Yep. Like, I didn't think I could be so devastated by a game. And man, like, I love Halo. All of it. The fiction, the games, and Halo 5 just, like, tore out a piece of my soul. And then Halo Wars 2 did it again. Yeah. It's like... And like, man, yeah, that's it, the only reason. I only have this box because of Halo 5. And every time I look at this box back here, you guys can't see it on the podcast, but I'm pointing to my Halo 5 edition Xbox One. Mistakes were made. Mm -hmm. um, and every time I look at it, I'm just disappointed. If, if, man. It's, if at some point they don't put the Master Chief Collection out on PC, I'll be incredibly disappointed. I'm waiting so I could just get rid of it. 
Uh, me too. We like, just want to get rid of it. Which which sucks because you know we're a video game website that covers video games, but like, but they're all on PC. They're all, they're all on PC. <laughs> like, everything we would miss literally nothing. It's all on PC. Yeah. Like Cuphead. Nat played Cuphead. Nat, did you play Cuphead on yeah, Xbox? No. Why exactly. Steam. Right. When my friend yeah. says Xbox asked me why I didn't get it on the Windows Store so I could get it on my Xbox One. Also, I'm like, because I don't touch my Xbox One. I literally kind of sad I bought it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah you and me both. I bought two of them. I yeah. sold one. You know, the most, you know what the most played game my Xbox One is? Master Chief Collection. No. That's mine. Ross, you want to take a guess at what's my most played game on Xbox One? Uh, Let's Call see. I... I feel like you'd be, I you might have said it before, but I honestly don't remember. I feel like you'd be a big Sunset Overdrive guy. Nope, I, I want that game, but never played it. Okay. Know what it is? What, it's Viva Pinata. It? <laughs> <laughs> That's the most played game yes! on Xbox One by far. Yes! You know what's my second most played game on the Xbox One? Mm. Red Dead Redemption. I literally hooked up my PlayStation, my my Xbox One, just to play Red Dead again after it got announced and. Haven't touched it since. Yeah, it's just like there's there's no exclusives. There's no like there's no reason to have it if you have a PC, mm-hmm. or if you most really if you have a PS4. Like there's not yeah. enough like exclusive like, ideally, stuff to draw you in. Ideally, you have a PS4 or Switch and a PC. Yeah. In a perfect world, you have PS4, Switch, and PC. I have everything: really, PS4, Xbox you, One, Switch. If, if you have to choose one, like, if you were to go out and say, you know, Nightmare, I have enough money. I don't know why I said nightmares because my Twitch chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> Chris, if I have enough money to buy anything that will run the games as best as they can on that platform, what should I buy? I will tell you PC every time mm-hmm. because, I mean, there's, you know, so much of what Blizzard does. You, you guys know, are getting an Xbox One X? No, uh, <laughs> jokes. Uh, but like, you know, there's still Starcraft. There's, you know, so many like PC exclusive. There's like World of Warcraft, which people still love that game. Um, but there's so many like Steam. You're not going to find PlayStation can run all the flash sales. They could run a flash sale every day for the rest of the year. They would still not save you as much money as Steam can. Like, mm-hmm. it's just unreal. You're not going to find Shadow of Mordor for $4 almost every day. You <laughs> Not to mention all of the other websites that are selling the keys for half of that price. Not to mention like, Infinity is on on Steam, and that's Game of the Year. Well, the the first one is on PS4. I didn't know that. And uh, Xbox, yes. I'm waiting for two to come out on that, because I would almost consider picking that up again. I tried to get Ross to buy one. Yeah, I, I hear two is incredible. Um, one is incredible. I kind of like, want to get one, one the remastered two. version of one. Enhanced Edition, mm, yeah. I think, is the only one they have now. It's really fun. I was yeah. playing that with Uber again the other day. I got back into that. That game is so much fun. Yeah, like, if if things this change... Is, this is just a stupid shit, dude. It's so dumb. It's just, like, it. it is It is the perfect kind of game where, like, if you just... You could do almost anything and have fun in that game. I remember one of my favorite moments was... I knew, because I played at one point with another friend, there was this gravestone. And I knew it was booby-trapped. So I told Uber, hey, go dig that up. And Uber, being none the wiser, was like, okay. Goes and digs it up. 
blows up. He gets straight up murdered. Like, he is dead. Deader than dead. And, like, I'm just laughing my ass off. And Uber is like, you're so mean. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> and, like, that's just the kind of game. Like, dude, one of you can get in trouble and get put in jail. And the other person can break them out of jail. <laughs> like, the game will separate you. And it has no problem doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so good. Think in Divinity, too. Uh, I was walking in town and somebody recognized my character because I was walking around. And she wouldn't believe my bullshit when I told her, like, what? I made a fake accent and shit. And she's like, I'm going to kill you here. And I was like, oh, shut up. Too bad. So I cut her head off and I put her head in uh, her, like, fucking, like, commander's pocket and ran away. Oh, Oh, man. And, like, you can pick different stuff, Ross. So, like, say you're in a conversation. You can take two different sides of the conversation. And the game makes you play rock, paper, scissors to make a decision. And whoever wins, that's whose decision gets picked. Um, and, like, there was one scene where we got teleported into this room, and some lady's taking a bath, and she's like, get out. And Uber's like, oh, why don't you try talking to her? So I start talking to her, and I'm trying to convince her it was an accident. Mm-hmm. She fucking kicked my ass at rock, paper, scissors, and she was not having any of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, on, on, honestly, once, like, the, the holiday sale rolls around on Steam, I'm going to keep a very close eye on that game. Because I do want to oh, play man. it. It's so... I'm gonna, I want to catch Divinity 1 on sale. If I catch it on sale, I'm buying it. But Divinity 2, I, like, that game is so good. Everything is voice acted. Everything, I know, same with Enhanced Edition. It's great. Same with Enhanced Edition. But, man, I can't play that game until I finish 1. I just can't do it because it's I've so had 1 good. for so long. It's so good. Um, it really is, though. Like, I know... Like, apparently you can be a skeleton in that game. And, like... If you're a skeleton and people see you, people will be afraid of you. Mm-hmm. So you have to cover yourself completely so people don't know you're a skeleton. So I have one of those skeleton so like, dudes in my party, one of the origin characters, skeleton yeah. in my party. And I took his mask off by accident because I was changing it. I forgot to put a new mask on him. And everybody just started freaking out running away. I said, what the fuck is wrong with everybody? And I looked at him and he's like, why is everybody running? And I was like, oh shit, it's you. <laughs> You know what I like, find? You know what I find so hilarious? Good. They thought of everything. What I find hilarious, kind of off topic, is that every time we record a podcast and have a list of things to talk about, we are super talkative about other stuff. And when we're dead silent, we never have that list. Damn, dude. I mean, we got to most of the list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what yeah. matters we got is to, that we got to some of it more than once. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I'm having it. This oh, is man. this is the best podcast we've had in a long time. I'm having a lot I re- of fun. I, I agree. This is a good one. Yeah, I'm having a. <laughs> I mean, one. we could touch on the last topic. We got our mojo. Well, the last it, topic, it, it and helped. then touch on the real last topic if you guys want. Yeah, I mean, the other topic I had on here. Because um, I was going to bring that up too. And then, but yeah, we was having man, such a lighthearted podcast that I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, we're we're gonna take the room down a little bit. So apparently it's really messed up working in video games because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff coming out um, about a even a developer I really have a lot of respect for. And honestly, I would probably lose a little bit of respect for this developer if uh, if some of this turns out to be true. Uh, but I love both of these example, developers, so, actually. Yeah, both. The, I mean, I, I care more about one than the other, but mm-hmm. that's not any fault of the other. Um Naughty Dog just had some stuff surface from an employee who claimed that they were being sexually harassed in the workplace and that management did nothing about it. 
and fired them because they filed a report. That happens all the time. Now, not it's Naughty Dog has come out and said, no, not true. You know, we, we take this stuff very seriously. But how many times does this turn out to be the case where, no, they're lying. They knew about this and did nothing and tried to cover it up. Um, also, there's a big thing about CD Projekt Red and how it's apparently an awful, awful place to work. Oh. And that sucks. CD Projekt actually, Red makes great games. That's actually surprising to me. Yeah, it seems like a utopia, that studio. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a bummer. And the, the problem, sucks. The problem with that is I hear opposing stories that make CD Projekt Red seem amazing, so I don't know like where I've set my feelings on this. Because mm-hmm. on one hand, I hear people saying it's like a nightmare. They make long shifts, but I guess from people who are like, like that, all they care about is their work. Like people say, like, oh, they just let them do whatever they want. Like if they have an idea for a game, like a game, it's like ninety percent chance it's gonna make it in. And like mm-hmm. the like, what's the card game in Witcher Three that that was just an idea one of the employees had, and they built it out completely and let them just put it in the game. Guys, is everybody here? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, yeah, you're talking about Gwen, right? Yeah. Sorry, I was actually reading um, part of this thing for uh, mm. uh, the Naughty Dog part. Yeah, so it, it, that, that sucks, if true. And mm. I hope everybody involved gets, like, what is deserved, whether it's a payout for the chick who was fired, if this is true, or if this is false for, like, the people to be... Like, have their names clear, because that's a really bad stain if false, but also that if it's true, you definitely want to handle it properly. This is a very, like, touchy subject, and, you know, you got to take these things, like, super seriously, because this shit can, like, affect lives, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. So, like, I'm just reading a little bit more on it, just to kind of uh, bring myself up to speed on it, so... Apparently, he was inspired to speak because of the recent uh, Harvey Weinstein. This mm-hmm. is the Naughty Dog employee, uh, David Ballard, which a lot of people were like, oh, Naughty Dog's, you know, calling him out by name. He he posted all this on his own personal social media. So he, mm-hmm. he put his own name out there. Um, he Apparently, like, he's part of the whole Me Too thing, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he's getting involved in that. Um, <coughs> so apparently... Kotaku spoke to three current and former Naughty Dog employees uh, anonymously, and they all said they had not heard anything about Ballard's sexual harassment allegations until this weekend, and that they were all kind of... All the employees there were apparently blindsided by the news. Mm. Um, he So one, of, one current Naughty Dog employee said that he and co-workers he spoke to were blindsided by the news, and that while he believed Ballard's allegations... He also believed that the studio had been unaware of them. And uh, he quoted, there's definitely not a culture of covering up bad behavior. Uh, and or I and quite a lot of other people wouldn't be here if there was. Yeah, I mean, these situations are always tough because you really don't know how much of how much people are just covering their asses and how mm-hmm. sincere people are being. It, it's just a whole mess, unfortunately. Like, it's, a, it's a multi-layered problem because... One, he could have been on a really small team, and the shit that was happening, it was just his fuck, like his superior that was like yeah. rotten. So it, it assuming a, it's true, it was apparently it was apparently a team lead, and there's apparently as many as twelve team leads. Apparently, each team at Naughty Dog 
has two leads, mm-hmm. depending on what area they work at. So there's possi- as many as 12 leads there. So one of them was the one doing it. Oh, that, I mean, yeah. The way that's structured, it makes sense. It's like Bruce Straley and Nick Druck- Neil Druckmann, right? Mm-hmm. Two leads, I guess. Yeah, they would have been two leads for like The Last of Us team or in um, uh, Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. But, uh, yeah, man. Um, it's a bummer. It's crazy. Like, that so much of this is happening in this industry. Like, this industry is really reaching, like, this weird point. Um, and I realize, because I, I don't listen to a lot of other podcasts, but I always listen to the Bombcast and the Beastcast um, for Giant Bomb, which I recommend them as well. If you guys want to listen to another gaming podcast that is regular and always on time. <laughs> <laughs> But um, uh, they were talking about it on the Bombcast the other week after the whole writer strike was coming to an end, mm-hmm. or not the writer strike, the voice uh, actor strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were saying like, you know, a lot of the pe- a lot of the things they wanted, they were like, we can't do that because the people making the games don't get that. And I think it was Jeff Gertzman who said like, you know, at some point maybe developers need to unionize because he said this is a shitty industry to work for. And, you know, these people get worked really hard, all these crunch times, these people are, like, overworked, and they don't even have a guaranteed job next week, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I feel like games are reaching this level of quality where I feel like so many, 2017 is the perfect example, how many amazing games have come out this year, Um, and we haven't even been able to finish half of them. Mm -hmm. And, like, there are so many just tremendous games from indies, from big triple a publishers and it's like these indies don't really have a lot of those problems some of them do as they grow but it just feels like every time a studio gets big something is going on behind the scenes yeah and it's 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 tough you know Mm. yeah at some point something's going to break and at some point the people making these games are probably going to be the people who break and Video games will never be the same after that. Like, it sucks because inherently people are shitty. And mm-hmm. once you get in the inside of a company that gets, like, that big, your odds of getting shitty people in there are bigger and it only takes one shitty situation to, like, stay in the whole bunch. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I get so. that. Yeah, and, and especially, like, <clears throat> I, I know there's a lot of people who won't want to admit that, like, sexism exists probably but like the video game industry is so male dominated from like the workforce that it's not surprising at all that this kind of stuff does happen there just uh, a few weeks ago there was that dude from uh uh what was his name oh he has glasses was it was it uh oh it wasn't Kotaku. what's the other one oh polygon uh polygon yeah yeah one of like one of their like faces of the company he what's his name his glasses. Oh, oh, you know oh I think about? I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Do you know his name? I'm blanking on it. Um, but like, he, it was he was basically outed for like Nick like, Robinson. Yes, thank you for like inappropriate sexual advances on like women throughout the industry, and like they were showing like people were screenshotting like things they were he was sending to them on Twitter, and mm-hmm. it's like this stuff happens, especially. It can happen so much easier the more the bigger of a personality you mm-hmm. are because not not in the same not in the same field but also the screen junkies things to add to your point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys heard about that? Oh, that's crazy yeah, too. Did. 
yeah, Andy, Andy Signore, who mm-hmm. always just seemed like a, a cool guy, ended up being a real creep. A, a huge creep. A huge, huge creep. Um, yeah, dude, it's... And and just the way kind of society is right now, like, I mean, Nazis are back. Like, everything yeah. is so conducive to hate right now that, mm-hmm. like, it's just a bummer, man. It's, it's just... It's a, me- it's a messed up world, and it seems like it's getting more messed up every day. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's getting but, better. You know, it's, it, But as long as it, everything getting, gets out in the open, it, it can't up. get worse, right? At least that's what we hope. Uh, everything as... can get worse. Yeah, I'm just saying. Hopefully that this stuff, like the problem is, this stuff was like very behind closed doors thing. It was never confronted. The my one hope is that now everything's out in the open. It's very confronted. Like there's a clear example that if you do this, you're a fucking scumbag, and it's disgusting, and it's not accepted. Mm -hmm. Like people love to say it's not accepted, but there's no examples to prove that it's not. You know what I mean? So I feel Mm -hmm. like now that it's like all this stuff is getting out in the open. It cuts a clear, like a clear example. Like even if somebody has the like wild thought of doing it, it's like, don't do it. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I, I really feel like we're at the point where morality doesn't exist in an internet generation. Morality doesn't <coughs> exist when everyone's anonymous. You know, yeah. so that's uh, that's that's the struggle we face now. But, I mean, um, and I agree with you with that. But like the problem is not it's not even the anonymous. It's happening in places where people should be comfortable, like the workplace. You know what I mean? And that's what sucks. Yeah, man. But uh, let's let's end it on a high note, guys. What's yeah. what's coming this week? What can we expect from Half Gen, the brighter side of the internet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm in the middle of I th- I I think at this point it's like t- three or four pages. Um, it's an editorial kind of with my experience with. Destiny 2 and going back to Destiny 1 and just kind of comparing and contrasting where Destiny 1 left off three years into its life and how it rips a lot of its features kind of out of the sequel. Um, So I'm still working on it, but I'm hoping to uh, definitely get it out this week for sure. Yeah, Um, I'm definitely working on either trying to finish Samus Returns or putting some final thoughts together on that. Um, so expect that. You can also expect the first episode of the, you can expect the Danganronpa chapter one spoiler cast on Friday. That will be a thing. Um, and then I've got a couple different games that I'm working on to try and get some final says and other content up for, mm-hmm. um, such as Grim Dawn. So I'll have some more <coughs> of that coming too. Yep. And nice. Nat's writing a review for Stardew Valley Stardew on Switch. Valley Switch. So yeah. thanks yeah. Nat for that. Yeah. The one thing final I can say. confirm is that halfgen.com is a creep-free zone. It's one true. thing I can confirm. I love oh, my wife kind of very much. I'm not a creep <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Only time I'm creeping you, the brighter is side if I'm in Uber's video. closet. Yeah. No, Uber's a creep. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he's not affiliated with Halfgen. Don't worry. Yes. He doesn't do anything for the site. Don't worry. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We're getting back on track, hopefully. I think I have Ross's commitment f- uh, four more weeks, and uh, we put this on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, well, right. my my wife just started a podcast with like at her gym, and it's already up on iTunes. Congrats! Yeah, like, four days, so it's something we can definitely do. I mean, this yeah. could have always been on iTunes. I thought, I, like, I said, I yeah, could help yeah. put it up, and I'm sure I I, Chris could figure it out if I, he wants to. But I don't trust us to be 
consistent. <laughs> I need to know we're consistent. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of podcasts on iTunes that aren't consistent. It's I better to be have consistent. it up there. It's better to have Thanks. it up there than not up there at all. Yo, man. Thank you for listening. Maybe I'll put this on iTunes. Later. Bye-bye. Later.